Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have a very, very special guest on named Brian Hess. And Brian has actually been on the show before. We've done a couple of other live streams and um, I was talking to him the other day about his unbelievable success and some of the contributing factors to his success in the last four or five years, which has been, I'm telling you, it's like unbelievable. It's unicorn ish, <laughs> but listen, I, I, I want you to do me a favor and share this out, especially to people who own a business because this guy knows his stuff and he didn't always know his stuff and that's what's important so i want you to share this out stay with us we will be right back And we're back. Let me bring Brian on. Brian, welcome back to the show, man. What's happening, brother? Always good to be here and hang out with you. It's so awesome to have you here, man. So, you know, you and I, I like I said, we were talking, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago about everything happening in your world and in your business and um, mural paintings on your wall and and pittsburgh steelers sponsoring and i'm like dude we got to get you back on the show to talk about this because i can honestly say i knew brian back when <laughs> before this massive massive success you've experienced so tell everybody where you're from where you were born and raised start there just give them a quick recap of of who you are yeah, so I uh, born and raised in Uniontown, Pennsylvania, which is a small little city in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania uh, that's probably about 20 minutes uh, from uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, so West Virginia University. Yeah. Um, moved to Pittsburgh, you know, soon after high school, spent some time in South Florida, uh, you know, raised by a steel worker and, uh, and a mom that stayed at home. So kind of the traditional American family, uh, that's definitely where uh, I got my blue collar roots from, you know, I, I kind of grew up around the business that I'm a part of now. And, you know, it's kind of where my heart was, you know? And so when I, I spent a lot of time in corporate America in my early adult life and, you know, looking back on it, never really felt at home there, you know, and, and, yeah. uh, as I, as I got the opportunity to move into private business, uh, specifically in the construction industry, uh, it just felt like home, man. I, I love the people that I got to talk to every day. I love the, the, the feeling of it, the, the realness of it. And, uh, the rest is history, man. I got into this industry in 2011 and, uh, you know, worked for some people over the years and then eventually, uh, decided that it was time for me to kind of take the jump and do this on my own. And that was in March of 2018. And uh, the last, you know, five years and change have been 
uh, an incredible ride, man. Just uh, an awesome experience of being able to build, you know, what I what I always thought was possible. You know, not just from a not just from a revenue and profit and financials standpoint, but from a culture standpoint, a place that people are excited to come to, a place that is not a traditional construction company. We have a lot of things going on inside of here that are, you know, nothing like uh, you would see in the construction industry typically. And so uh, it's, it's right. been awesome, man. It's, it's really a dream come true to be able to do this uh, and, and do so uh, with, you know, all of our families, not just my family, but every family that's part of our organization here at the pavement group, kind of feeling that purpose and, and push behind what we're doing. Uh, everything that we do, we try to make a bigger purpose out of, right? So, you know, whether it's giving back or partnerships or whatever, it always has uh, a giving connection to it. And that was, you know, part of the vision that I had from the beginning. When was it that, that you and I stood on the your front porch the day you were moving in, I think, was the same day you were moving into your house? Um, what do you remember what day that what wasn't that 2018? It was July of 2018. Yeah. So the company was a, a couple of months old. Yeah. <laughs> and in the first year you did in the I don't know, not not a million. Yeah, no, a couple couple million in the first year. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but okay. You've like 28. So five years it's been, it's been just over five years. Yes, sir. And, and I mean, I don't know what you want to disclose or talk about, but you're, you're, you're like way over, way over a million a year now. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the, the, Easy thing to say is that we're well into the eight figures and well on our way to the nine figures. And, um, you know, that, that is, um, you know, it's, it's amazing to, to be able to sit here and, and look back on that journey, you know, look back on, you know, uh, all the breakthroughs to go through, yeah. to, you know, to go in alignment with this show and, yeah. you know, the lessons that you learn and the, the challenges that you have and the things that you don't know, you know, the things that you don't know, the things that you don't know, you don't know, right. There's a whole list of lessons that you learn. Uh, you know, as, as they say, you know, entrepreneurship is the greatest self-discovery process in the history of mankind. I mean, it will tell you things about yourself that you didn't know. Right. And, uh, but it's, it's worth it. Every minute of every day, man, I've, I've never felt like I was working, you know, since the right. day. There, there are days that it was really hard. It was really challenging. Uh, right. But I've never felt like like it was working. You know, it always felt natural. It just felt like it was part of what I was put here to do. So when, when you look back, you know, I, I mean, I know when you were in Florida, didn't you work for Verizon? Weren't you a salesperson or what, what was the, the role you played? Yeah. So I was a business sales manager and then okay. uh, a, an associate director of business sales. And so my career in corporate America was I pretty much sold cell phones, tablets, et cetera, technology to primarily construction companies because the small to medium business space, the, the largest portion of that was in construction. And so yeah. when I got this opportunity in construction, it wasn't foreign to me because, you know, my dad 
uh, was a blue collar guy. And so that was familiar. And, uh, you know, then, then the other side is that I spent a few years prior to that meeting with construction company owners and listening to their problems and, and providing, you know, at least on the technology side, the, the resources that enabled them to solve those problems. And so, you know, when I got into this space, the first thing that I started doing was, you know, working towards the technology solutions that were really missing in our industry. And that is uh, ultimately what ended up separating our company from most of the competition. So you, but you, uh, again, I want to, um, whoops, I want to point out that, you know, I don't know what I'm, I'm sure it was in the low to mid six figures when you were working um, in the, the cell phone space, you know, hundred to 200 grand a year would be probably comparable for a position like that. Um, and, you know, it's mind boggling to me at least that I've watched you, man. I've seen you. I we've had, over the last five years, I don't know how many conversations we've had about a variety of different business things and personal and, um, but, you know, I, I've watched you go from the beginning to like, dude, you're like, you're now, I mean, it's, it's, it's official. You're a, a sponsor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's pretty surreal, man. I mean, you know, being being a kid from Pittsburgh, and you know, I remember uh, I was at a I was at a Steelers game last year with uh, Scott Simons and Joy Farley, uh, two friends that came in, and um, Joy's Joy's brother was playing for the Raiders, and so we went to the Raiders Steelers game, and I remember sitting in the stands. Uh, Eli, who are who is our national director of sales, was with me, and I remember saying, like, you know, someday our logo is going to be up on on this scoreboard. You know, uh, someday our logo is going to be in this stadium. And, uh, you know, just for everybody out there, it's like, you know, if you set your mind to something and you create a strategy and you create a real plan and you can reverse engineer the activities that it takes to be able to get there, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it's easy. It's not easy, but it is simple. If you just create a plan and you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to do the things that are necessary, if you're willing to lean in, uh, to the marketing and the uncomfortable nature of, you know, back in the day, man, when I first met you, I was uncomfortable doing this stuff. Right. It was like, right. you know, yeah. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not a person that, uh, desires the limelight necessarily, you know, I'm not afraid of it, but I'm not like, Hey, you know, I want to be out in front of everything. So it's like that, that balance of it. And I remember you being one of them, people telling me like, man, you really need to get out there right? Like, you know, really need to get your message out there. And it's the best advice I ever got, you know, because um, I was just telling this story this morning in our, our team meeting. So, you know, another interesting thing, like, you know, just over a year ago, uh, we had, you know, a dozen people on our team meeting, right? And now we don't have enough chairs in our conference room. And then we've got a screen full across the country, um, you know, of people. But, you know, I was telling those guys like, you know, uh, so late last year, uh, I had met a saw a guy online uh, that was doing uh, custom sneakers. And so I'm a I'm a sneaker guy. And so I told Trey on our team, Trey played for the University of Pittsburgh for many years. I said, uh, you know, hey, this this Vinny guy, you know, he's going to he's going to respond to you before he responds to me because you're an athlete. He paints athletes. Uh, that's what he's really into. And so 
why don't you DM him and see if we can, you know, set up a lunch. And so we end up, you know, going to lunch with Vinny and um, we hit it off. And, you know, in the middle of the lunch, God, uh, Vinny, Vinny says to me, like, you know, man, I don't want to I don't want to sound weird, but, you know, I've been praying to meet people like you guys uh, for the last few months. And like, man, this opportunity, it, it's just, you know, God's speaking to me, telling me, like, how can I work for you guys? And I'm wow. like, what am I going to do with a artist? Right. Like, what am I going to do with a guy that paints? you know, murals like this. Yeah. And so I took a couple of days and I said, like, I, I got it, man. Like, I know how this can work together. And uh, that led to us sponsoring an art show, an art exhibit uh, that Vinny had. So he had painted uh, the, one of the top plays of the NFL week every week last season. Yeah. And we sponsored this show. Uh, it was at Stage AE. For those people who don't know Pittsburgh, it's right next to Heinz Field. I know it's not called that anymore, but I'll call it that forever um right next to Heinz Field and so we threw a big party we gave all the proceeds of that party to uh, Steel City Impact which is a nonprofit that I'm on the board of um and that opened the doors man for uh, the professional sports teams to put us on the map to notice us so we got prospected wow. by the first Pittsburgh sports team soon after that event so we signed the first NIL deal in high school sports history in the state of Pennsylvania so Rodney Gallagher who now plays for West Virginia University starting as a freshman. Uh, we signed that deal. Uh, and then, you know, we had this art exhibit. And so it put us on the map of sports. And that opened up all kinds of different things. And so now uh, the first partnership has been announced already with the Steelers uh, and the second partnership uh, soon to come in the, in the coming weeks here. And so those things, um, you know, in the business world, a lot of people may not understand that. Like, how do you do that? And frankly, when I first started thinking through it, I didn't necessarily understand it either. It was like, you know, I thought like, you know, you're you're investing into having your name on the scoreboard. Right. And that's only a very small piece of what happens when you when you become a partner of one of those organizations. And it's especially if you're willing to do those partnerships the right way. And so the partnership with Rodney Gallagher, the, the NIL deal, uh, it was all around giving back. Uh, the partnership with the exhibit, the art show that we did, it was all partnered around, uh, centered around giving back. Yeah. Uh, the deal that we're doing with the Steelers is all around giving back. So we're donating $500 for every field goal and $100 for every extra point to the Best of the Batch Foundation, which is Charlie Batch's uh, youth program wow. up in Homestead, in Munhall Homestead here in Pittsburgh. Uh, and then the next one that we're doing is also uh, in the form of giving back. And it's, it's in uh, teaching the youth in hockey uh, some skills in business that I don't want to say too much about until it gets uh, released. But, um, you know, I, I think that those things, man, are the outside the box thinking things of business that really allow you to put jet fuel in the tank yeah. uh, and really uh, give you a bigger purpose in business uh, than you would otherwise be able to manufacture. And, and I think it's important, you know, like the, the part of business that's most simple uh, is actually to, to give it purpose. You know, it's if you do it with purpose, you'll never run out of steam. And if you don't do it with purpose, uh, it's going to feel like you're running uphill every single day. You know, you and I have had many conversations um about you know looking at other people's businesses and 
and maybe work ethics or whatever, you know, we've, we've had, I mean, we're good friends, you know, and mm -hmm. I, and we've had very open conversations and, you know, in your opinion, because there's not one single person in business watching right now or listening to this who could honestly say, boy, I, I sure wouldn't want to be headed to, to, nine figures <laughs> right like uh, and you're you're getting ready you're you're on the verge of 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 um of getting there and i i, I think that i want to hear from you what do you think break it down in the simplest form what do you think is stopping people from achieving greater things in their companies and their businesses in their in their lives too I, I think number one, man, is that uh, it's the things that people tell us, you know, it's it's the the fear that's instilled in us, you know, when we get into business. And I think that a lot of times it's those people closest to us. You know, my 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 dad, when I was opening this business, uh, told me not to do it. Right. Because mm. he was most concerned about his grandchildren being able to eat. Right. It mm. wasn't, uh, you know, it was like, well, what are you going to do if this doesn't work? And I said, well, dad, I guess we'll have that conversation at a different house because they'll probably take this one. Right. And, uh, you know, but I, I think that, you know, two things, number one, it's the, the fear that is instilled in us. But number two, it's, it's that I think people really lack uh, the foundation in their businesses, like the, the systems, the processes, the functional steps of business, like, you know, and that comes from, you know, how do you, how do you learn how to do that stuff? Well, that comes from mentorship, right? It comes from being willing to invest the money to mm. learn yep. uh, so that you don't have those fears, right? You're, you're okay leaning in to what most people would view as extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, so for us, um, it's not always easy, man. Every time you go up 10 or $20 million in revenue, um, you know, I, I describe it to the team like this. It's like, we're building a whole brand new company. Like we're doing in an increase now, we're doing what it took us several years to do in the beginning. And yeah. so of course things are going to break. And I think that, you know, people also have to get okay with failure or setbacks, right? Where that is, it is part of the process of business is failure. And, and I think we're taught that failure is bad. Uh, and failure is a sign of progress. Uh, difficulty right. is a sign of progress. How our perspective when it comes to failure, our perspective in not just how we take it, but right. how we treat that with our people as well. Like the people that are on our teams, like if somebody fails at something here, I'm like, let you know, good. Like if we're making bad decisions, that's a whole different topic. But if we're overwhelmed, if something's breaking, if, you know, uh, momentary failures uh, as a result of uh, honestly success, right. those are we should celebrate those because it's an opportunity for us to learn. It's an opportunity for us to regrow a process, to start from scratch and re-engineer what it looks like now. And, you know, when you get to a bigger size, a bigger size they're more tweaks than complete re-engineering. But like the process is uh, just look at, you know, the beginning of a company to, you know, where we're at now. Um, I had a, 
a, a group of eight-year-olds that came through and toured the office and they, they did some Q&A. And one of the eight-year-olds from, it was from uh, our kid, the school that our kids go to. And he said, could you explain your sales process to me? And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool for an eight-year-old. An right? eight-year-old. Yeah. And, and uh, but my, my answer to him was, let me, let me go back to the beginning and explain what it's like to start a business. And then let me explain to you what it's like when you build a business, you're reinvesting. Because in the beginning, man, it was me, a notepad, a computer, uh, and, and, a, and a list to call from. And every phone call was like, you know, who is this? What company are you? What do you right. guys do? Right. There was, there was no brand recognition and there was no, you know, every conversation had to be explained extensively yeah. and, and it's one-to-one, -one, right? It's like, you know, I'm just prospecting and I'm, I'm banging this list or I'm emailing or I'm, you know, posting on social media and hoping for a hit. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then it goes from, you know, one-to-one to one-to-many, one you start to market, right. You start yeah. to invest, in marketing. And then it goes from one to many to one to many more and one to many more and, and one to millions. And yep. so, you know, when, when your uh, example, a, a, a partner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, every time that you're put out there, uh, there's 17.1 million Steeler fans nationwide. Right. And so it's one to 17 million uh, that are going to want to support your company. And so those strategies of how you market and how you build and how you evolve your sales process and how, you know, you build a business development team in addition to a sales team so that you don't have the ups and downs, the peaks and valleys of you sell stuff and now you have to perform it. You and I have had those conversations yeah. many times. Like yeah. well, the problem is yeah. you got to deliver the stuff, right? And then when you yeah. deliver the stuff, now you can't sell anything. And so you, when you solve that problem, now you got a whole nother level that you can perform at because, you know, you're solving those problems. And, and that is, in, in my opinion, man, it's the reason why people get stuck in business is that they're not, they're so busy on the hamster wheel that they're not looking at the real problems or the real roadblocks of business. And it takes a lot of capital to reinvest in order to build a business at the level that you're looking to build it at. And it's not a scary thing. Um, it's, it's literally just as easy to do the same thing a hundred times as it is doing it once. If there's a process, if you don't have a process, well then yeah, it's, it's a real challenge, right? And it turns into a real shit show. If you don't have the right processes, the right people, the right leadership, right? Uh, everything yeah. rises and falls on leadership. I yeah. see that in business, you know, not enough people leaning into their own ability to lead. Uh, once you understand what real leadership is and how it impacts people, you can multiply your company just from that one thing uh, because you have the ability to inspire, motivate, level up uh, many people, you know, so you can personally impact whatever the number is, six, eight, 10 people on a pretty positive uh, level. Right. Well, if those people are doing the same thing times 10 times 10, times 10, it doesn't get too far down the road until there's a low, whole lot of people being impacted. But it comes down with, you have to have a vision big enough yeah. to be able to see the opportunity to do that. And then you have to work out the processes that it takes. Uh, everything has a process, man. How, yeah. I, how I reconnect with our team, how I reconnect with our customers, um, you know, how I 
schedule date nights with my wife. It all has a process because if yeah. it doesn't, you're going to end up letting people down. And so if you don't have a process in place, you're not disciplined. Uh, you don't. And by the way, it's never perfect either. So for those people out there that think like somehow I've, you know, caught this fairy dust that makes my schedule you know, perfect. <laughs> It doesn't happen like that. No, it, it, it is a struggle all the time to try and keep these relationships healthy, to try and keep your customers happy, to try and keep, but you got to work really hard at it, man. And if you do that uh, over a long period of time, like five years, um, you get to reap the fruits of that labor. How do you, um, you know, I get, I don't even know how many, text messages and emails a day now. I mean, it's, and then Facebook messenger and Instagram messenger and all the stuff. Right. And, and there's just, I am I'm, I'm obsessed with making sure that I respond to everybody. I'm obsessed with it, like in a bad way because, and I say in a bad way because it's, it takes away time and you end up in a conversation. You really don't have time to be in that conversation, but you're trying to be the nice guy and like, you know, how do you decide? Because I have texted you in the past and we're really good friends and I've texted you in the past and have not heard back from you. <laughs> like sometimes for days. Right. Yep. And I'm not, that's not a judgment. I don't think it means that you hate me. I think it's just, dude, I'm busier than hell and I don't have time to respond to this right now, but eventually I will. How do you decide what bucket to put those in? What is there any kind of a process or is it just kind of like whatever? Oh yeah. I, I think it's, um, you know, it's the old fashioned, uh, I think this is a Stephen Covey thing. You remember the old Covey planners, uh, Franklin yep. Covey planners or wherever yep. it came, but it's like, you know, is it, is it urgent and important or is it not urgent and unimportant? You know, it's because, you know, I, if you were texting me something about business that was urgent, you'd right. get an immediate response. Yeah, and, right. and dude, it's a hard thing to uh, come to terms with. Like, I still have a lot of guilt uh, today, like, you know, to this day of like, there's people that literally, man, like they'll text me again, right? Like that I haven't gotten back to. <laughs> But it, it's 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 part of you have to forgive yourself for that stuff, right? Yeah. And I have a, a a good buddy that uses a quote that I love, man. That I that I say to people all the time because it happens to me. I'm friends with a lot of busy people too, right? Where I'm yeah. I'm texting them about something and they don't get back to me. And of course, when you when you finally connect, the apology comes. And I always say this to them: busy people understand busy people, right? right? It's and, true. And, and that's, that's just how it is. And, you know, uh, there are things that don't go right in your life. Like there are friendships and relationships that there's distance created in at times. And that is one of the sacrifices of success. It really is. And, you know, if people know you well, uh, they're going to give you the grace that you deserve and realize that like, you know, it's not, it's not intentional. You know, you're not trying to not get back to people, but there are things, you know, People ask me, you know, lots of questions, man. Uh, lots of people have access to my phone number or DMs or, you know, whatever it is. And uh, I'm at a point now in my life where I can't give all of those things the same priority, right? And and uh, I always joke and tell people, like, 
I remember a time in my life where I thought I was busy, you know, like where I thought I had a lot going on. And I, I, I was certain about that, that I was really busy, you know, and then you figure out what, you know, busy really looks like. And um, it's, it's not perfect, man. And I think that's important for people to know is that uh, you don't have to take, you know, the responsibility for every question that everybody has for you. Um, you know, certainly you don't want to treat people poorly. That's not uh, in any way acceptable. But I think people honestly know, man, like if they're asking you a question, you know, again, if it's business related, Ken, you're going to respond to them, right? If it's yep. uh, an opportunity or a relationship <clears throat> or somebody who's yeah. done a lot for you or, you know, whatever, you're going to try, like those things are all part of the priority list. Yeah. But I think honestly, people know too that like, you know, they're asking you a question, you know, you and I always joke about like, can I have 15 minutes to pick your brain? And like, eventually the <laughs> answer becomes no. And it's not that you don't want to give right. people the 15 minutes. It's right. that it truly doesn't fit into the purpose that you have been given on this earth um, to well, make, to make a huge impact. And you know, that's, that's all judgment, man. It's all a judgment call on your part to be able to sift through all yeah. the things that are coming at you. Well, it, you know, look, and it's, it, it's deeper than that. And you, you know, this, cause we've talked about it, uh, how much, how much money in the last four years have you invested in the wisdom that you have today? Oh man. The first number that comes to mind is probably half a million, but it's probably, it's probably, it might be closer to a million. Right. So you, you've invested 500,000 to a million dollars in gaining this wisdom. And, and I want to call you up and pick your brain for free. <laughs> like what? Like I, I spent money to get this. I spent time. I went through mistakes and pa painful mistakes and errors and judgment. And, and now you want this advice for free. And that's, that's what you, that's, I'm just going to be honest with everybody watching or listening. That's the conversation you and I've had. It's like, dude, there comes a point where no, you don't get this for free. It costs me way too much to get this, to give to you. And, and what I do know about you is you could take anybody's business. I don't care what it is any business and you could sit down and you could dissect it and show them where their weak spots are and show them how to take it to another level. Much like I do with a lot of people, you are really, really calculated at it. You're really, really good at it. And, and I think that part of the message, and I, I watch your videos, I listen to your message all the time. And, you know, part of your message is you've got to be willing to invest in yourself and not expect stuff for free. Yeah. I mean, dude, th there's a reason why, uh, you know, people automatically go from high school, uh, off to college so often, you know, which I, I have my personal opinions about, uh, a lot of that, right. It's like, but you know, think about this. I mean, you know, part of the reason why we pay property taxes in the United States, we pay taxes to our local school districts. So like you're paying for education from the time you're born until yeah. the time you, you die. And, you know, you can't get away from that in the United States. And so I think that people, um, 
you know, think that they can, they can get it for free. And frankly, there's a lot of resources out there that are free. If you want to take the time to track down, you know, I don't know how many episodes of breakthrough walls there have been, but shoot, man, like send people over to YouTube and have them watch all the episodes. Like that's time you've invested in order to learn the things that you know and connections that you've established as a result of that connections that by the way, have been transferred to me and hundreds of other people uh, as a result of it. But it is, um, it's an investment in time, in money, in, um, you know, losses, uh, in some senses, right? Like, you know, the things that you've learned through business to lose. Uh, uh, the reason, like when you use the word calculated, the first thing that I thought is you better be when you're dealing with multi-million dollar contracts every day, right? Like, you know, the, yeah. the reading of those contracts, the understanding of business, the, uh, you know, multiple six-figure, seven-figure investments into things that can move your business forward or not. Um, right. it, all of those things better be calculated, right? They better be thought out or else uh, you will go out of business quickly, just like so many other businesses that are out there. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, from, from our standpoint, you know, we've seen the value, we've seen the ROI and those investments into mentorship, into programs, into uh, trying things and seeing if they work, whether it's advertising, marketing, branding, otherwise. And right. so those things, uh, they do cost money. And, and I believe that, you know, people don't see that they're creating their own lid by not being willing to make that investment because you will not, I don't care who you are, you will not pay attention at the same level to the information if you're not making an investment to do it. It's not about like, you know, for me, giving people advice or, you know, having top contractor school and having, you know, hundreds of contractors uh, in, involved on, on that side of things. It's not about the money. Uh, if you, if you don't make money doing it, you're going to be less interested. That's how, that's how that works too. Right. Like from a mentorship yep. standpoint. So those two things go together. You got to be willing to invest. Uh, you got to be willing to accept as a mentor or else you won't, that, that combination breaks down. And I think people have a difference of opinion on that. And they don't realize that they're literally putting a lid on their own progress as a result of that, because they can't make the progress that they want to make as fast as they want to make it. Because when you experience pain, you know, I am not a person that says you should spend the last thousand dollars you have on a program. I'm not. However, if you don't experience some pain by investing into these things, Right. You will not learn at the same level. That's right. That's how it goes. I, I And I, I uh, so I'll just be the devil's advocate here and say, I am the person that says you should spend your last thousand dollars because if you get into the right program, it won't be your last thousand dollars. I agree with you there. I, it, but you better be damn sure it's the right one. And I've seen too many of the wrong. Ones. I, I know, dude, I know. But I, I, look, the bottom line is, it, 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 let's say you're a 40 year old man and you're like, this is my last thousand dollars, dude, you made it 40 years. It's not your last thousand no. dollars, right? You're going to figure it out. I don't know how, maybe it's the wrong program and that's the lesson you need to learn, but you'll find another thousand dollars. You but, will. Right. Because we've been, we've all been, we, you know, you know, you and I had a, 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 I won't bring up their name, but it's a mutual friend that, 
you know, some craziness was going on and, and, and we both kind of disconnected from that situation. But, you know, I mean, it, it takes pain, right? It takes the pain to, to, to get there, to, to figure out, okay, that hurt and I'm not doing that anymore. And the next time I make a decision around whatever that is, it's going to be different. I'm going to make it in a different way. I'm going to investigate a little more whatever. Right. Those are, those are all amazing business lessons too. Right. And, and you are correct. Um, you know, money is way overvalued in the, in, in, in the world of business. And I, that might sound crazy. You might need, if you need some context on that, please shoot (laughs) me a DM and I'll give you some context, but it's like, you know, right. uh, my partner in the payment group and I, you know, kind of joke all the time. This was earlier on in business than it is now. But I always say, you know, what's expensive? Expensive to me is when the bank account hits zero. If we still got some money to fight with tomorrow, I don't think it's expensive. And so in context, it's like if I can make an investment into something and that's going to rocket my business in the right direction, I just have to be able to outrun the expense of whatever that investment is in order to be able to make the money back. Right. Right. And, and that's uh, going back to why, when you said, why do you think so many people have a lid on their business? I think, I think fear and being too conservative, right? Uh, there's, and there's a huge spectrum in that world of like how far you can go, how crazy people get on what they take risks on, all of those things. And, and you know, for people who aren't entrepreneurs, if they knew the risks uh. that entrepreneurs take in order to become successful, they probably wouldn't believe it. You know, they, they wouldn't believe some of the ups and downs that happen in business that put you into uncomfortable positions that you have to work your way out of. Like it just doesn't happen without those risks. And I think a lot of people are so risk averse that they don't uh, give themselves the opportunity to truly reach their potential. And that's a shame, man, because, you know, you're putting in the same amount of work. If you can just get Again, the right guidance, the right advice, the right mentorship that can help you. uh, You know, I've had many people over these five years be able to paint a picture that was a little different for me. And I intentionally seek out people that have a different perspective than I do so that I'm not just, you know, getting yes to death inside of my own organization. I'm trying to get people who have been there, done that. Uh, The best advice has come from people who have been bankrupt, who have been in you know, to the depths of the worst scenario and made it back to success. Like they know what risk is about, man. And, and that is, uh, it's important to know as an entrepreneur, you know, what is the right amount of risk? And you can learn a lot from the people who have done it uh, and been in, been, been wrong. Uh, and you can learn a lot from the people who have done it and been really right. I, you know, I know that you have paid for um, some super high level coaching, one-on-one coaching and, and to the tune of a lot of money, like a lot of money. And, and, but in hindsight, was it? <laughs> no, I Best mean, no. I've ever made, man. Right, right. And I think that people, uh, you know, I personally have been here. I know you have, cause we've talked about it where you're like, man, I'm, I I have this, I don't know, I'll throw out a $10,000 in the account and, and really am struggling with revenue coming in or whatever. And it's like, 
I don't know that I can risk spending half of this on some, or whatever. I'm just throwing out, mm-hmm. you know, what if scenarios, but, but like people are that are not entrepreneurs have no idea what it's like to be sitting with 10 people on your payroll or a hundred people or whatever, and not be able to pay them. Not like, go. I, I don't know how we're making payroll next week but we got to figure this stuff out now. Like we got to figure it out. And that keeps you up at night. It's the little things like that that keep, keep, keep you up at night. Just a a simple example um, in, in our business. I mean, you know, you go through the winter time and you don't make any, like, you know, you're not doing right. You're doing a fraction of the work that you would do all year. And so that becomes uh, not a profitability issue. Uh, that is fine because we plan for that stuff. But there's some scenarios uh, where cash becomes the issue. It's not the profitability of the company. And that sounds crazy yeah. to people, too. The company can be profitable on paper, but because of you know external circumstances, you got to go do things and you got to pay for things and you got to move that stuff around um, you know, to cover all of that stuff. However, uh, you will figure it out. If, if you want my advice, it's test your own resourcefulness. You know, you know, when you get your back against the wall, you'll figure out how smart you are. You'll figure out how resourceful you are. You'll figure out how, how big or how, how strong or how weak your network is uh, of people mm. that can help you overturn uh, those rocks, right? They, they yeah. get you to the secrets that you need to know about that scenario. And uh, what I would tell you is, man, like, you're going to figure it out nine out of 10 times. You're going to find a way to figure it out. If you are uh, determined enough, somebody just put it in the comments here. You know, you're determined enough to make it. You're going to make it, man. And uh, I, I really think that people, you know, allow the what ifs to manage their life far too often. And uh, that doesn't work, man. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's not going to get you, to the promised land the way that you think it will, you know, playing, playing small, playing conservative, not taking risks. Um, you're stealing from your own potential. You're stealing yeah. from, you know, the, the real progress that God intended you to make. Never forget yeah. that, man. You know, if you, if you can follow that path, ask God for the guidance to get you there and, uh, you know, rely on the gifts that you've been given. Hi, mom. Uh, there's, yeah, there's mom. Hey mom. <laughs> uh, but you know, th- that's what it takes, man. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, far too often the world tells us to play small, man. They want, they want to keep us in a position that is manageable. Um, you know, and it's far too often that we listen to it. And, yeah. you know, when I stopped listening to that stuff, uh, you know, my mom to this day says, are you crazy? I'm like, yeah, you should know that by now. Shit. You've been dealing with me for 44 years, right? Like I've been this way since I could talk. Right. So like, you know, it's, of course I'm a little different than most people and uh, that's what it takes, you know? And, and I've learned that that is, you know, really a, a, a point of validation at this point. It's like, you know, if, if people think I'm crazy, then I'm probably onto something. Yep. I, Dude, I totally agree with that. In fact, my my buddy that put determination in, that's Nick. I told you about Nick. He has the the artificial turf company. Got it. That, 
franchising. Remember, I told you the other day about him. Nick, and, you and I and need to chat, brother. He, dude, he's like a nut job when it comes to stuff. I'm like, dude, but, but, you know, I think that all of us that are entrepreneurs that are, I mean, there is a massive level of, of risk involved in day-to-day action. I mean, there just is like, I, I, did you get up and and drive to work? It's risk. Well, imagine, imagine the Wright brothers. Like they're like, we, yeah, we would build that airplane, but my gosh, we could get hurt. (laughs) Dude. Imagine the guys like, you know, I just did uh, 13 miles around the city of Pittsburgh the other day. Right. And, uh, we were, yeah, I, I agree, mom. It's worked pretty well so far. Uh, but, you know, we, we walked past the University of Pittsburgh, the Cathedral of Learning. And, like, dude, that thing was built in, like, the early 1900s or something like yeah. that. And you, you yeah. look up at that building and you think to yourself, like, dude, how? How did they know? Like, the, the amount of resources that they had, the amount of knowledge that they had, how they accessed that knowledge, you know, how did these guys build the Empire State Building, the Cathedral of Learning? Yeah. You, you know, I mean, go on and they on. watch man. some YouTube videos. Right. No <laughs> doubt, man. No doubt. Actually, we did eat a uh, Primani sandwich at the end of our 13 miles, Bruce, which kind of, you know, uh, defeats the purpose of the 13 miles, but it was damn good, you know. Dude, I am coming to Pittsburgh. Well, you invited me to come to a game. I'm coming up to a game, and we're we're gonna get Permani. I it's been a minute. It's been a minute for me. Amen, dude. Amen. So, so talk about you know. I I know that you know you and I both have um, online courses and communities, and um, you have a a pretty amazing thing that you've built with the. Um, uh, the the contractor school um talk about that for a minute and and first what was the um the genesis of that why what what made you decide to do that and then you know how's how's it going with the it's top top contractor school tcs so talk about that a little bit brian yeah so in the beginning of um the payment group i i really you know, I wanted to build uh, a na- nationwide asphalt and concrete company uh, and a national paving company model um, use, utilizes subcontractors. So we have a network. We call it, uh, let's see, go the other way, the one team back there. Uh, and our one team contractors, uh, they they require, uh, you know, education as well. Like So a better contractor that performs work for our customers is better for us. And so in the beginning of building this company to, in order to be different, uh, you know, we wanted to be able to serve those contractors that were part of our network uh, with the education and the information that they needed in order to take their own businesses to the next level. And when I got into the construction industry in the first place, the biggest difference that I saw from corporate America to uh, what we had access to here was that there wasn't a lot of information available to these guys uh, of how to run a business, of how to build a sales team, of how to market, how to brand, how to do media, how to do all these things that really uh, have created success for us. Most people didn't have access to that. And so I wanted to create a company in, in addition to the payment group that helped people 
be able to take that to the next level. And so that's how Top Contractor School was born. And so we started by just teaching a, a sales mentorship program and an operations mentorship program. And so it helped the guys that were guys and girls that were in sales and, and um, operations be able to recruit better and sell better and run meetings uh, with a purpose and know how those were supposed to go in order to sell large portfolios of properties, things like that. Right. And so through those programs, people, you know, raised their hands and said, man, you know, we'd like to continue doing this. You know, the, the group that did that first sales mentorship program stayed in an Instagram chat for almost a year afterwards. And so they brought up, hey, what if we had a group? And so we mm -hmm. started Top Contractor School Elite. And uh, that was, you know, every week we would meet on the phone and we would teach different topics and have Q&A. And we built resources like job descriptions and HR documents and sales trackers and job trackers and, you know, all the resources. So we ran that group for about a year. And then the, the leaders, the owners and the leaders in that group said, man, it'd be really cool if we had a group where we could, you know, kind of talk without, you know, employees, like where it was more like how to run a company and then still do this other stuff. And we'd right. like to get together Um We'd like to get together a couple times a year. And so that put us into the top contractor school inner circle. Uh, that group is still running today. We've got uh, some of the most amazing contractors across the country, luxury home builders, steel guys, paving guys, excavating guys, roofing guys, uh, drywall guys, you name it. Uh, they're, they're in that group. And so now uh, we've had that group for several years and uh, we've had, I think, five or six retreats at this point. So, yeah, uh, we've had people like John Maxwell at our retreats. We've got one coming up in January where Ed Milet will be in a room with, you know, a hundred of us or so, um, wow. you know, and, and really just our mission of TCS is to change the construction industry. It's to take those folks. Uh, that are, you know, the pinnacle of the construction industry. You know, this country has been built on the backs of those people that work in construction. And yep. for us not to give the information necessary for those tradesmen, those expert tradesmen, yep. uh, to be able to run their businesses easier and get them home to their families and their dinner tables sooner with less concerns than they would uh, without it, would be a disservice on our part. And so our, our mission as an organization is to recruit the best of the best contractors, uh, be able to bring in those that are struggling a little bit, mold those all together and create the most powerful community that the construction industry has ever seen. And uh, we are well on our way, man. The people that we have, the stories that we have of people that, you know, we're, we're having a tough time in business that have, uh, you know, just reinvented their entire business. We've had companies go from 250,000 to 8 million from, uh, 3 million to 20 million uh, from, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. The stories that come out of that, but the most powerful part of that whole thing, Ken is, uh, you know, I always thought in the beginning that it was about the education and I believe that's a foundational piece of it, but it, it is really the power of community that makes yep. the biggest difference. It's, it's intertwining people that want to help each other that have a bigger purpose that have, you know, like values Right. I always say like minded and like hearted people, you put them together, man, they'll change the world. And uh, that is what we have. Sounds like you need the top turf guy in the country in, in your group, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Amen, dude. What's he waiting for? I, uh, why you guys, I need to connect you guys. He's he, Nick's one of my best friends, man. He lives right here in the same town I'm in, in North Texas. 
So um, he's he's amazing. He's an amazing human being. He just said yes. So we'll we'll connect. I'll get you guys connected. You but it. dude, I, you know, honestly, you know, and I met your mom and dad. I, I had the honor of meeting meeting your mom and dad. They're super wonderful people. Um, you and your family are just, I mean, you're just good people, man. I, that the one thing that I, I know about you is, and I've seen it, I've watched you. I've, you know, I've seen in my 55 years on this planet, a lot of people go from, from zero to hero, and then they get really arrogant and cocky and, 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 um, Yeah just turn into a dumbass. <laughs> I don't know. And you're not, that's not you, dude. Here you are, you know, approaching a hundred million dollars a year in business and, and, and you're freaking, you're just as humble as, as you were when I was standing on your front porch with you five years ago, you know, like it, it's, it's unbelievable, man. You're, you're, um, you're staying grounded. What do you think is keeping you as grounded as you are? Um, I, I don't, I don't take any of this as mine. You know, I, I understand that it could all be gone tomorrow. And so who I am as a person, if, if I were to go broke tomorrow, uh, who I am as a human being, who I am as a, as a husband, as a father, as a son, as a friend is more important to me, uh, than the balance that's in my bank account. And, you know, that, to me, I think that, you know, it, it's God given and it could easily uh, be gone in, in an instant. It can happen to anybody. And uh, I never forget that, man. I, I never forget the perspective that's required uh, to be to be a winner, you know, because I frankly, man, I know a lot more people that used to be successful than I do that maintain success. And I think that uh, if, if you don't if you're not grateful every day for the opportunity, for the connections, for the blessings, for the, you know, uh, for the, even the hard times that you will lose your way, you know, it, it, because, it, and it's easy, man, people tell you all the time how great you are. Right. And, and if yeah. you start to believe that uh, you are on your way to losing it. And, and, you know, cause I think, you know, we're, we're all the same, man. We're all human beings. We're all equal. We all have the same opportunities. We all wake up and do the same things. Yeah. Um, you know, and there are a lot of people, man, in this world that uh, would love to have the opportunities that we have, right. That, yeah. um, you know, don't have the same ability to go and get after it. And so for me, uh, you know, the reason that we give back is because we, we want to give to those people that, you know, maybe don't have that same opportunity, you know, in a moment, right? We're, we're all equal as human beings, but not everybody in every moment in their life has the same chances, right? And so right. for us, it's important to reach back and, uh, you know, give a hand up to people that need it. And uh, I think that, you know, when we do that for enough years, uh, because now we're in a we're in a position to really start to make a difference, uh, you know, financially to invest into those people that need that extra push yeah. uh, and to be there, not just with the money, but the resources to be able to get them to the level that uh, God intended them to have. And that yeah. that's our purpose, man. It's it's to, you know, have it be bigger than ourselves. 
you know, it, it's not about what we can do as a company if we don't make a difference in the process. Dude, I, I mean, look what my what my wife is watching, by the way. Look what she just said. Uh, it's it's she's one thousand percent correct. And, and you know. Don't let him leave you at home for that game, Jill. <laughs> well, for the Steelers game. Yes. She, dude, she was born in Cleveland. I don't know how excited she would be about a, a Steelers game. Um, they but, play Cleveland well, in week two. Her, mo her mom. I'm happy to invite Jill to a loss. <laughs> her mom's from Pittsburgh, so there's this, um, this thing. But you know, um, dude, I think, and and you know, I've asked you a lot of these same questions in the past on here, and and. Um, I just, I keep seeing you reach bigger, higher, better levels. I mean, I said something to you the other day about a billion dollars and, and I believe your response was that's probably not too far off. <laughs> so yeah, in the next decade. Right. But I mean, that that's the thing is, is people, people do get, and I'm guilty of this. I'm sure you are, you get complacent, things start getting stagnant and you're like, wait a minute, I've got to set a bigger, higher, I've got to reach for a higher level and keep going. Um, and that's, that's just what you do, man. It's unbelievable. And, and it's not just like, Hey, let me, I want to get to a billion dollars. It's I'm going to get to a billion dollars by helping a whole bunch of other people get to hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. That's how it works, man. It our is buddy, how it our works. buddy Zig Ziglar, man. That's it. At it best. You help yeah. enough people get what they want. You never have to worry about what it is that you want. Amen, and, man. And that is that's that's the right order, man. We are, yeah. You know, it's biblical, man. We're put here to be servant leaders, and uh, when we get that right, the world pays us back. So tell me how people. What's what's the website people can go learn more about you, your top contractor school, get in touch with you. Give me a good website. Yeah, so realbrianhess.com uh, is is a website that you can go to and kind of get redirected to everything. But thepavementgroup.com uh, is a website we're really proud of too. And you guys, you'll you'll enjoy the things that are on there. It's, you know, there's a lot more to this company than just being a asphalt paving and concrete company. Um, yeah. We're we're about a day or two away from opening uh studio one which is right across the on this same floor as i'm on we've got twelve thousand square feet here and we've got a state-of-the-art audio video studio that's the broadcast desk just got delivered on friday and so there's guys putting that stuff together over there right now and you know more to come on that man we've got a lot going on in sports and media and all that stuff that that uh, you guys will see in the future but you know follow me on instagram or facebook uh youtube my youtube channel is blowing up now man it's uh we just started to put out probably three four videos a week on there um so that's, that's so a good awesome. place to connect and that's just brian house on youtube so but i appreciate it man i appreciate the time and thanks to everybody that watched and listened and um you know just you know if, if i could give everybody one piece of advice man it's just like focus on focus on doing that one thing that makes a difference in somebody else's life every day and uh, you'll be amazed at the difference that it makes in yours. 
And when you do that every day for a long period of time, uh, you know, it becomes undeniable what the results become for you. And, you know, I think that far too often we, we claim to be too busy. We claim to be uh, too involved in things or uh, we don't have enough time. You know, all the, all the typical excuses that we tell ourselves and I, I do it too. I'm not, you know, I'm not perfect at it, but when you win more days than you lose and you give more days than you take, um, you're going to find out that anything is possible. Uh, you get the right people around you. You get the right mission centered on everything. And uh, the next thing you know, um, you're, you're in rooms and places and doing things that you at one point in your life uh, literally thought were just dreams. You know, I, I got to say this, like, cause you and I experienced the same thing. Um, like for example, you and I can both call the number one best-selling author in the world of all time, Mark Victor Hansen with chicken soup for the soul. And he'll take our call. And, and that is just mind boggling. Like yeah. I remember the first time I talked to Mark, I remember the first time you talked to Mark. A matter of fact, I got a phone call from you after the first time you talked to Mark. You know? Funny and story, like, man. He was one of the guys that texted me last week that I didn't respond to. <laughs> uh, it took me took me a couple of days, but that that's reality, right? It, it, yeah, it just is. But yeah, you're right, man. It, it, the blessings are unreal, mm -hmm. man. And and listen for the people listening. You know, th this guy here, uh, this guy over here has introduced me to some incredible people, man. And, and that, you know, but that, that is, uh, it takes trust. It takes, yeah. you know, being willing to give back and forth, you know, whenever, yeah. I mean, that's what friendship is. It's not a one, one way street. It's, it's not. not asking for things for free. It's not, you know, it, it's, it's supporting those people that support you. It's giving back to those people that give to you. And, uh, when you do that again, it doesn't happen overnight, man. You can't reap, you can't grow the crops from a single seed. Uh, it's got, it's gotta be a whole field full of seeds that you sow. And once you do that, uh, reaping the harvest is, is an undeniable fact. It's just how it works. Unbelievable. Freaking amazing. I, I knew it would be, I knew it would be everybody go to, is it just real Brian Hess? Real Brian uh, real and Brian. that'll direct you to everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Go check out everything. Follow this guy everywhere. Get involved in his programs and 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 change your life because it will change your life. It, it'll change it for the way, way, way better. I promise you. So go, go, go follow Brian. Brian, thank you, man. I, I really appreciate you, you, man. I really Grateful. do. Hang, hang, tight, hang tight with me, though. Don't leave me. You got it. Grateful for your friendship, man. Uh, grateful Likewise. that you you trust me with your audience here. And, uh, you know, just grateful for everything we've been able to do together and plenty more in the future. Lots more. Looking forward to it. All right, you guys have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. Make sure you go to realbrianhess.com. Follow this guy everywhere. You will not regret it. We'll see you later. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, guys. <clears throat>